0: Okay, welcome. Good morning. welcome to Grace Baptist Church on uh, an unusual morning for us today. We say that about every week, though, so it's it's really kind of lost meaning. i um, got a couple of announcements this morning uh first i'm very excited to announce that with the after the vote last week we went and checked back in with jake and sarah and and they are still very much willing and wanting to come join us as um in our in our worship team so praise god for that uh praise god for me not singing hymns uh at the front of the church as we will do today love the hymns it's the me singing part Mm. that i don't (laughs) like Um, we also have some exciting things coming up. Did y'all realize that Easter's in two weeks? That's crazy. That's yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but we have some good stuff coming up. So the Wednesday of Holy Week, uh, we are planning a a meal, and Meg is going to talk meaningfully about that.
1: <laughs> right now, Yes. Okay. Um, some of you may remember before COVID, a couple of times we did a uh, like first century seder meal um sort of as close as we can approximate to what the last supper would have been like during holy week so this week we will be doing it on wednesday during a regular wednesday night bible study time here at the VU if anyone would like to volunteer to help with the food or supplies please get with me sometime between now and next sunday at the latest would be good um so we have a few days it's Pretty simple. It doesn't take a lot of prep work, but the more people can help, the easier it'll
0: be. And isn't it wonderful to think and talk about eating together again as yeah. a church? Isn't that awesome? Uh, we, so we, we may have been overly enthusiastic about the eating. We're also planning a potluck meal for Easter Sunday. So here's the plan we're going to do a lunch, right? And so we're going to come to church immediately following services. We're going to have the the kids do a big Easter hunt through the church and maybe a little bit outside on the balcony or in the front. We'll we'll see how that looks, but we're going to do an Easter egg hunt and then we're going to eat a big potluck meal. So y'all definitely come and join in that. Uh, I'm going to be, I I volunteered to make one of the entrees. I'm going to make pot roast. So if that helps you think about making another entree or a side, and we'll, we'll figure out some sort of sign up and put that out this week in email so that people can make sure to do that. Benjamin. Question? Phil Phil can bring uh, Fat Boys. Yes, Phil can bring (laughs) Fat Boys. We'll volunteer him for that entree. That's his specialty dish. Uh, Other announcements. As usual, we got the small groups on uh, Tuesday night at my house. If you don't know where that is, come talk to me. I may or may not tell you. And then uh, Wednesday night at the church is a small group both at 6 p.m. Anything that I'm forgetting? Oh, yes, there is. We, yes,
2: Andrew. I'm forgetting to say stuff about the things that we're doing, the fundraising.
0: Yes, good point. That is not until June. So we're going <laughs> to wait on that announcement. But you are ahead of the game there, buddy. Um, but that does remind me, speaking of financial things and matters, we need to get a couple big financial things approved. And I announced a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to announce again today, after church Uh, next week. So after church next week, Palm Sunday, we're going to do a a business meeting uh, thing, vote on a couple financial matters, just larger picture things about the building and and all these plans. We've been, y'all know, we've been talking about a coffee shop and what's going on with that. I want to do an update and then we're going to vote on a couple things. So y'all be sure to make it to that. We're going to close off the question and answer time. I appreciate the participation. Um, And y'all please join me in a prayer as we get started. (laughs) father god we are coming from so many different places and activities today god from from watching basketball to working in a booth lord to just living out daily lives here in the city god i pray that with each of us you would move us to a place now where we can worship and focus on you god i pray that by your spirit we would be able to worship in spirit and in truth god because we don't need a worship leader necessarily we don't need a band necessarily we don't need all the things we usually have god just to come to you and, and sing your praise all we need is for you to be worthy of praise and you are unendingly god i thank you for roger coming to speak for us today god thank you for brothers and sisters um uh, that are scattered all throughout the country that check in on us and do meaningfully work here meaningful work here in our city and partner with us in significant ways god so thank you for roger and thank you for him coming to speak lord i pray that regardless of what he speaks god that you would teach us in your spirit truth uh god and that your truth would set us free today and we pray all of this in jesus name so we know you hear us amen
1: Um, So today is the fifth Sunday of Lent, Um, and as we've been going through our readings this season, we've been focusing on the invitation to repentance during the season of Lent as an invitation to, to come into something new, something better than the ways that we have been living and the ways that we have known and the ways that the world offers us. So we talked about it as an invitation to shelter under God's wings. we talked about it as an invitation to feast at his table. We talked about it last week as an invitation to return home to his love, to his embrace, to his forgiveness. And this week we're talking about it as an invitation to join in to the new thing he is doing, to see the new path that he has for us and to walk forward in a new way. So our Old Testament passage We'll be talking about <clears throat> um, it's two references to the story of the exodus it talks about god making a way through the waters when his people needed to escape and it talks about him making a way in the wilderness when they were trapped in a place of desolation because of their own rebellion against him that god still did something new and surprising and made a way and then we'll see in our epistle reading paul exhorting believers, all believers, to let go of the past, to let go of our ways, even the ways that we've made that we think are good ways. He says that our best ways are just worth nothing compared to Christ and his way. And so we have to let go of those things and turn our eyes towards the goal and keep pressing on towards the new thing that God is doing because that is the way that leads to life. None of our ways lead to life. So, Alex, I believe
3: you have our first reading this morning. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, church. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Isaac 43, 16 through 21. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings out chariots and horses, armies and warriors. They lay down. They cannot rise. They are extinguished. Quench like a wick. Do not remember the former things, or consider the things of old. I am about to do new things. Now is spring sport. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. Wild animal, animals will honor me, jackals and the or ostriches. For I will give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen. People who I form for myself
2: so that they might declare my praise. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Mr.
1: Joshua.
2: Good morning, church. Good morning. Good morning. I'll be reading from the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verses 4b through 14. If anyone else has reason to be confident in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, a member of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, as to, the of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal for persecution. As to righteousness under the law, nameless. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as lost because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as lost because of the passing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish, in order that I might gain Christ and be found in Him. Not having any righteousness of my own that comes from the law one that comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness for God based on faith. I want to know Christ in the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his suffering by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus and made Do not consider that i have made it my own event this one thing i do forgetting what lies behind and string forward to what lies ahead i press on toward the goal for the prize for the heavenly call of god in christ jesus amen, amen. please pray
3: with us god, god of, of exodus,
1: exodus and easter, and easter of, of rescue, rescue and resurrection, resurrection. You make a way of escape through the raging waters of our chaos and war, violence and oppression. You pour out rivers of living water in the dry and empty places our rebellion has led us. But we are slow to perceive the new thing you are doing. We are reluctant to turn from our ways to yours. We hold fast to our pride, our gain, Our righteousness refusing to let go and embrace your cross forgive us O Lord turn our eyes toward the true goal that we too may be made new brothers and sisters believe and have hope we do not have a righteousness of our own but one that comes through faith in Christ through him you are forgiven you are welcome you are loved Let us rejoice together and give praise to the Lord, because he has made us his own. Creator God, you prepare a new way in the wilderness, and your grace waters the desert. Help us to recognize your hand, working miracles beyond our imagining. Open our hearts to be transformed by the new thing you are doing. So, so that, that our lives, lives may proclaim the extravagance of, of your love for all and its presence in Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Y'all please join us in singing, if you would stand, if you're able. this if if this is uh too nerdy and you don't want to hear it but the next song that we're singing just wanted to to give you a little bit of insight into the words it's an old song and sometimes old songs bear with them old ideas and one of the ideas in this next song is that like the universe god is at the center of everything and like the planets he sets everything in motion and they move and have their being according to his will all the way down to us here on earth and we, too, move and have our being and are determined by his will. But we play a role. We can either move along with the movements of all of the heavens and in that kind of take our part up in a melody that's far bigger than ours. Or we can push against that stream. And so we have a choice either to move along with the heavens in this celestial dance of all creation or to go our own way. And so those are some of the thoughts behind this Pray with me briefly as we move into our time of offering. Father God, you've been weighing on me so much, just the need for confession in churches, God, the the need for confession in my own life. God, I confess that as a church and as a pastor, I have not always stewarded everything well that you've given me. God, I pray that you would, cause a change in us God I pray that in each and every one of us God we would steward whatever it is that you give us Lord to your glory God that if we eat and drink we would do so in your name and to your glory God that whatever we would do it would be to the fame of your name God and spreading of your deeds and your works throughout all of creation and I pray these things in Jesus name so we know you hear us Amen. Amen to you this morning who's coming to preach for us, uh, Roger Light, and I'll let him tell you a little bit about what his uh, what his work involves and all that, but he's in town with the Final Four, and he is a, a minister related to that, um, and he is also better known to us just as what we lovingly refer to as one of our Monty Gras folk, right, who are so faithful every year for the past 40 years? <laughs> We're about to uh, come and minister to our city and help us respond to that event as it occurs in our neighborhood uh, with the love and grace of Christ and invitations into his mercy and forgiveness and hope for the future in him. So very grateful for his faithfulness, very grateful for him agreeing to come preach for, this, for us this morning, and I am personally very much looking forward to hearing from you. never
4: applaud <laughs> well, they haven't heard me yet, so <laughs> <yeah. coughs> Good Morning, everyone. Good morning. It has been my privilege to be your guest um, in years, across a bunch of years, since 85. I had a hair back then and a flat belly. Things have changed. There were pews here formerly, and I remember sleeping a number of nights for a number of years on those pews. Um, During the Mardi Gras week, so it's been a privilege and thank you for your hospitality now and then it it matters and um, Yeah, I've been here for the final four this week arrived Wednesday night and um, pleased to be here Uh, thousands and thousands of coaches obviously lots and lots of fans but we've been over here at the convention center meeting with coaches and their spouses and a few formal events, lots and lots of time standing at a booth in the Convention Center meeting and greeting those folks and talking about how we can further serve them in their respective universities, colleges, wherever they happen to be around the country. And That's our everyday kind of ministry is with coaches and their teams and uh, all the families that are connected to them. So we're thrilled to be here in town, uh, flying home yet this evening. Uh, here today... We're continuing uh, the series on the stations of the cross. And um, today we'll walk with Jesus through the stations related to him greeting the women of Jerusalem, them greeting him along the way to Golgotha. And we'll deal with the station related to his being crucified. Um, by way of reminder, you may recall from the pastors' introductions in the past, I suppose, um, that the stations of the cross depict 14 events in the Passion of Jesus beginning with his being condemned to death and ending with his being laid in the tomb. This pious practice of praying through the stations of the cross originated in medieval Europe. As many of the people, then they could not go back to the holy land to pilgrimage. They were stuck where they were. They couldn't go there. It wasn't safe. And so they were, they found ways to pray through those same the pilgrimage that they would have walked. Otherwise they visited those places through prayer. Saint Francis of Assisi is credited with authoring this and popularizing the devotion all over the world now. You walk into a Catholic church, a cathedral, a basilica, like this one over here, and you're gonna see the stations of the cross lining the walls. Those are prayed mostly on Linton Fridays, but they're also available for any day for reflection, for meditation. I've asked a number of folks in the congregation today to read sections of the of Luke chapter 23 which pastor uh, gave us as our text today Uh, so if you're there especially if you're the first one reading uh, in those bracketed red sections let's please now hear the word of the Lord from Luke 23 verses 26 through 43 please when they led him away
3: they seized a man
4: Simon of Cyrene
0: coming in from the country and placed on him the cross to carry behind Jesus and following him was a large crowd of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, stop weeping for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that have never borne and the breasts that never nursed. And they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things when the tree is green, What will happen when it is dry?
1: Two others also, who were criminals, were being led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and the other on the left. But Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots, dividing up his garments among themselves, and the people stood by looking on and even the rulers were sneering at him saying he saved others let him save himself if this is the Christ of God his chosen one
3: the soldiers also mocked him coming up to him offering him sour wine and saying you are the king of the Jews save yourself now there was also an inscription above him this is the king of the Jews one of the criminals who were one of the criminals who were hanged at was heard of abuse at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other answered and rebuked him, saying, and said, Do you not even fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we, indeed, are suffering just, justly, for we are receiving what we deserve for our deeds. And this man has done nothing wrong. And he was saying,
4: thank you let's pray together for a moment father thank you for the gospel of luke thank you for the lord jesus passion may we please walk with him along the road to golgotha today and may we please um, see what you see hear what you hear along the way psalm 119 130 says The unfolding of your word brings light. It gives understanding to the simple. Please, Lord, give us understanding today. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
5: Amen.
4: Thank you for praying, or for reading, everyone. Um, A lot of times when guys like me speak, it's Intended to be strongly motivational and most of the talks I do are on game day and they (laughs) last about three minutes Mm. And it's we're gonna go play basketball. Let's be great And it's intended to be somewhat motivational Today's a different tone. All of Lent is about reflection Let's think let's feel let's understand meditate upon who the Lord Jesus is and what has been accomplished for us That will be our tone today. I'm gonna ask you to think to listen to hear And to sense what the Lord's doing along the way here. As we continue on the way to Golgotha in the Stations of the Cross, there's a crowd of people observing this macabre parade, this brutal parade of death. Women are in that crowd, and they mourn, and they lament for Jesus, according to the text. It's striking how the carrying of the cross through Jerusalem to Golgotha is the exact and total inversion of the triumphal entry that just happened on Sunday, five days before. It flips the entire thing upside down. That's what we're experiencing today, this walk through Jerusalem carrying a cross. The same crowds probably who cheered and waved palm branches on Sunday and quoted Psalm 22 and were all excited now they jeer and they wag their heads In derision as the same man walks by. These women whose hearts were in their throats with excitement on Sunday. This is great. Now feel painful knots in their guts as they see the Lord Jesus beaten and bloody body walking by. Anticipating the agony that awaits him. They know what's coming he's walking to the place of the skull we, we we know what happens over there this is not going to be pretty jesus however implores them not to cry for him but to cry for themselves he quotes hosea chapter 10 saying, they will begin to say to the mountains fall on us and that the hills cover us Jesus alludes to the tree being green. That is, when the Lord Jesus is here among us, the earth is fully alive. It's like springtime in New Orleans. The magnolias are blooming. It's beautiful. Here come the azaleas. All The whole world is alive while the Savior's here. But he says, what will happen when it's dry? When Jesus is gone, just in a few days. The whole world will be dry and leafless like it's in the cold grip of winter. Some tough days were lying just ahead for Jerusalem and Jesus could see them. Here they come. Bad days are coming. Can you see some dry days coming in your future? They're coming.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. My parents are in their 90s and I have funerals awaiting me. I have long-term convalescence awaiting me. Hard decisions are awaiting me. I can feel this. Jesus and the other two to be crucified, they arrive at the place of the skull. A Words invoking really stark and ugly image. It's the place of death, and they all know what it is. They, they talk about it all the time. Luke himself, he spares us the details, the bloody details of the crucifixion, simply because all his first century readers would be personally familiar with that. They know exactly what that means. That's a brutal process that the Romans used to execute and to intimidate. Even more than to execute, they used it to intimidate everybody. Simply saying the word crucifixion would be enough to send a chill up their spines to sicken their stomachs. In today's world, we have similar words that evoke those same kind of emotional responses. You say the word electric chair, I know exactly what you're talking about. You say gas chamber, I know what that is. I know what that's for. You say lethal injection, I get it. And worse, in a place like this, you say lynching, it has another connotation entirely all the same the end result is death everybody knows as a crowd of people look on jesus hangs there in agony his blood dripping down the cross and onto this barren piece of earth can you see him as our savior hangs there the rulers sneer You know what a sneer looks like. Roll their eyes, sneer, tweet. They sneer at him. Can you see him? I see it all the time on Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras. There's lots of folks who see the cross and they sneer. It's derision. Roman soldiers mock the would be king of the Jews. Can you hear the mocking? I've heard many people mock the Lord Jesus. His true identity is written above his head. John, in his gospel, informs us that Pilate insisted that it be written up there in three languages. Let me ask you this. What would you have written above Jesus' head? What's the title you would have given him? Jesus' presence... Among his crucifixion companions on either side sparks an argument between these two of all things They find something to argue about while hanging there waiting their death About what could they possibly be arguing? One thief hurls abuse at it He's just if you were really the Messiah you could just rescue us all from this thing. Come on While the other one confesses his sinfulness and pleads for Jesus to remember him when he comes into his kingdom Think about this. While the government and religious rulers, priests, and soldiers sneer and mock and ridicule, Jesus forgives his executioners. He pardons his tormentors. He assures his dying neighbor in execution of life eternal. Who could do that but God alone? No one. Men and women, today, with two weeks of Lent remaining, let's take a moment for reflection on these stations of the cross. Here's where the hard questions come. All right, you ready? Where do you find yourself in this progression of Jesus' passion? Where do you find yourself? Are you sharing the burden of Jesus' cross with Simon of Cyrene, I'm walking to Golgotha? Are you among the crowd and the women of Jerusalem? Are you mourning and lamenting Jesus along the way to Golgotha? Can you feel that with them? Are you among those crucified with Jesus, either hurling abuse at him or seeking his forgiveness, confessing your sin and receiving forgiveness and assurance? Men and women, let's walk with our Savior in these last two weeks of Lent. Patiently walking all the way to the cross where he secures our forgiveness and Then let's patiently await his resurrection on Sunday when he overcomes sin and death forever During these last two weeks of Lent, let's walk together with our Savior Let's pray Father thank you for Enabling us to be in you as much as you are in us. We're in you at the point of baptism. We're in you at the point of walking along with the disciples and being carried along. And we're with you just as much, our sins being put to death on the cross with you. Please, sober our hearts, strengthen our souls as we walk toward crucifixion. And then, Lord, please, in vigor, in power, and strengthen us by your grace as we overcome all those things in newness of life and resurrection. We commit ourselves in these last two weeks of Lent to you and ask you to redeem us through your glorious power in overcoming death and the grave. We pray these things in Jesus' strong name. Amen. Amen.
0: Please respond in whatever way seems most appropriate. We have kneelers here from front. Uh, any of our church folk would be happy to pray with you. Or you can pray where you are in your seat, or you can sing along. Um. So we are- into a time of communion. God, I pray that you would help us always to worship you, not just with what we say, God, not just with what we sing, but also with what we do, Lord, with what we imbibe, with what comprises us, God, with our very core. God, the things that we take in, Lord, the things that we do every day, God, I pray that they would be centered on and around you. Lord, you could have given us any sign to remember you by, and you chose the most ordinary meal of your day. God, I pray that in the ordinary, in the everyday, in every moment, we would find ways to worship and remember you. In your death on the cross, God, your resurrection, your salvation, your hope for us, that we too, might actually be raised, instead of just the world ending in death. I pray all these things in Jesus' name and in his memory. Amen. So, read the words of institution. This is what we're Mm going to do, and John, if I can ask for help in this. um, We are going to read the words, and then come and take the community elements and take them back to our seats, and then we're going to eat and drink all together. The Apostle Paul writes this. that he was betrayed Christ took the bread and when he had broken it handed it out and said this is my body broken for you come as you will This is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take and eat. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes to you. The blood of Christ is shed for you brothers and sisters take and drink pray with me once more Lord Jesus we thank you for everything that you gave up to come and be with us God, thank you that you did not abandon us to this world that we have made God, you did not decide to start over again, Lord, but you decided to remake and redeem and restore with us. God, we pray in gratitude and in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we go, please join me in the singing of the doxology. Please stand. will.
5: Praise God from whom all Blessings, oh, Serve the Lord.